Kevin, Yusef, Antron, Corey, Raymond. These are the names of the boys in the Central Park 5 case. Do not call them the Central Park 5. They, they deserve better than that. Especially what will happen to them. Just finished watching the series When They See Us by Ava DuVernay. It's powerful, sad, important, frustrating, painful, beautiful movie. And uh, I highly recommend that you all, if you don't have Netflix, get it. If you do, watch it. Watch it all at once. Take it all in. Y'all need to see it. I mean, I watched the, the Central Park Five documentary that came out a year or two ago. And, you know, you listen to the, the statements from everybody you listen to them telling it but actually seeing it from their point of view and dramatized and the way she did it it was like it was like you were there like how she filmed it it's like you were there and you can tell she put her all into making sure that these boys, you know, their voices are being heard. You know what I mean? Part one was, man, it's crazy, man. I like how she showed that, you know, the boys and the majority of the boys who were out, you know, in Central Park, they were just out there, you know, getting caught up in the energy of everything. Yeah, there were some boys, there were some people out there that were, you know, legitimately out there to to do harm, but it was a small few, you know. The rest of the rest of the boys were just out there having fun, laughing, not doing anything wrong. Just, you know, boys will be boys. But like I said in the movie, it's only boys will be boys when you're not black and brown. You know what I mean? Case in point, go to any rugby game. Go to any soccer game. Go to any game where there's a gang of white boys running around, knocking cars over. And you won't see none of them getting arrested. You won't see any of them getting charged with anything and the boys you know they just got caught up in it Throughout part one, you just see, you just see how shady and how 
demonic white supremacy in the system is. You see it. You see it when they get coerced. They put these boys through the ringer. You know what I mean? They interrogated them without their parents. These were minors. The shit was supposed to be illegal. And they got away with it. That bitch, Linda, and her just relentlessness to get these kids to go to jail for something that they didn't do. And they didn't have no evidence. They didn't have no physical evidence. They didn't have nothing but those coerced videotapes that everybody's seen. And you can tell that they were exhausted. They didn't have no sleep. They wouldn't let them go to the bathroom. They wouldn't give them anything to eat. These were little kids. And they didn't care. Only thing they cared about was convicting somebody who who they feel raped a white woman. You know what I mean? This is the same shit that happened to Emmett Till. The system America was built with white people and white supremacy at the very top. The police was created to protect and serve white supremacy first. Everybody else second. That's the reality. And you see it when you watch this. I mean, yeah, I've watched the... When you watch the documentary of the Central Park Five, when you watch it, it's different when you're hearing them tell the stories. You can kind of imagine it. But the way Ava actually showed what was happening to them from their point of view, you actually feel it. You know what I mean? You actually kind of see how everything was stacked against them. The media was stacked against them already. The media was that had already convicted these kids of the crimes. You know what I mean? The whole first episode is basically them being interrogated for not for not for nothing. They didn't do anything. But they were made to believe that they did something because they kept on being told that they were get out and go home if they said these things about the others. While the rapist was out here raping, you know, multiple women. That's what that's what's amazing to me. There was a serial rapist going around raping women and beating women around the park, and they didn't put two and two together. That's how bad they wanted these black and brown boys. This shit is sad, man. And I get 
why Antron's father did what he did. I get it, but I couldn't have did that. I understand that he didn't want his boy to be in that situation. But I wouldn't have left them alone. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have did what he did, and, and it's kind of sad that he that he did that. And I can un- I understand why Antron couldn't forgive him at first. That little boy, Kevin, man, he was the youngest. And and they're making him out to be Freddy Krueger. You know what I mean? That scar on his face was from a fucking cop. Like, these cops were beating these kids. Like, I don't know if, if, if this was on purpose, but Ava, like, man, I already had a disdain for cops, but after watching this series, shit, fuck the police. For real. man you're a better friend than anybody I've ever known because you would you wouldn't even be you wouldn't even had to deal with this shit if you wasn't a good friend and they and you got it the worst they treated you like shit upon shit upon shit simply because you went down to the precinct with your friend Yusef That's that's probably one of the saddest things about the whole series. Now, part two, you know, basically is the trial. You know, shows them getting lawyers, you know, they all, all five of them had their own lawyers who were all, you know, working together, or trying to work together. And another one of the saddest points is that seeing that the, the ups and downs of everything, seeing how, how they went to a point where they had hope where they thought they was going to win and then just to have it shattered because it's some punk ass jury Joshua Jackson did his thing definitely did his thing all of all those actors did their thing. The ones that played the lawyers. It's just seeing that prosecutor just like go after them like they were. That part almost made me throw my laptop. Like, and she knew, and she kept on going back to that Linda bitch, saying that there's nothing. There's nothing. And then when they found out about 
the semen and all that, that it was tested and that they tried to keep that from the court. It's like, you know the story, you know what happened, but you still had hope that it was gonna change. And that's what kind of fucked me up. Like, I know they got convicted. Like, I know the story. I've seen the documentary. I've read the books. I knew what was going to happen. But I still was like, how can they convict these kids, man? I have, you know, three boys myself. I have a 10-year-old. Four years later... He'll be 14. I have a 16-year-old. And an and a 18-year-old, a 19-year-old. Like, that could have easily been them. It still can be them. The judicial system, the system as a whole, the American system is fucked. And until we abolish it and rebuild, it'll always be, it's always going to be geared towards, you know, white supremacy. Yeah, they protect and serve black and brown when they don't have other choices. But if there's a choice between protecting brown and black lives and protecting white supremacy, the way the system was built, white supremacy will always be protected first, period. That's why we got to destroy it. And when I say destroy the system and rebuild it, I'm talking about the whole thing. I'm talking about the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, all of it needs to be remade and rebuilt. Because if it's not, because it was never made for us. Period. It was never made for us. Now y'all can call me an extremist. Black, black identity extremists or whatever you want to call call it but that's the simple fact we didn't get our rights until the 13th amendment and even then we didn't have any rights they put in a fucking loophole they created the Jim Crow and the the prison pipeline. They flooded our neighborhoods with drugs. They blew up anything that remotely showed that we were trying to prosper. Anytime black people and brown people started making a come up in this country, white supremacy destroyed it and is continuing to destroy it. And they destroyed them boys' lives. They destroyed their families' lives and their families' families' lives. And part two, you know, the whole court thing was just rough. Definitely, definitely rough. They acted their ass off on that one.
Yeah. Part three kind of shows them, you know, transitioning into adulthood, getting out of jail, and it shows everything that they had to go through. Well, mainly it shows uh, four of the boys, you know, Raymond, Kevin, Yusef, and Antron. what they went through when they got out, how they're transitioning, you know, being part of the system, parolees, they have to, you know, the fact that they're, you know, put on the sexual offender list, can't get work, especially Raymond, he had a, Raymond had a rough, rough time with it. Nobody wanted to hire him. The system forced him into selling drugs. And that's what they do. That's how, that's part of the pipeline, you know what I mean? They put you in jail. It's supposed to be correcting whatever you did when you get out can't get no work, you can't do anything. So you start doing illegal shit in order to make ends meet, then you're back in. And and that's where Raymond got caught up in. Now all of them didn't get caught up in that. Especially Yusuf with the whole nation of Islam and everything. And I did like the lighthearted part when it, I don't know what kind of class that was, but when Kevin and Yusuf saw each other and, you know, they were cracking jokes and, you know, basically, you know, talking about women. And I thought that was nice that they ran into each other like that. It was good to see, especially how heavy that, that third episode is. Antron dealing with his dad was, you know, kind of rough. Especially for me. You know what I mean? I haven't seen my father in, physically in over a decade. And he's up in Minnesota fighting cancer. and I mean, we made up over the phone, but, you know, a lot of stuff that he did when I was growing up, I'm, you know, I'm still struggling to forgive him for, you know. So I, I definitely understand where Antron is coming from. And I'm glad that they showed that, you know, I was a little upset with the the chick, though, where he worked at that theater. 
Uh, she made my heart. She made my heart hurt and my blood boil. But I am definitely glad that they showed Antron and his, and his dad. Like, I wouldn't call it amends, but I would call it an understanding. You know, he finally, without words, got to, you know, make up with his father. You know. I thought that was beautiful. That whole scene was beautiful. It was well acted, directed, everything. Everything about that scene just took me over. It was bomb. You know, I'm sitting in my room watching this by myself and, you know, the door closed and just sitting there crying my ass off. It's just... course Raymond couldn't catch a break he's getting ready to start to start having a life with his lady but he just could not catch a break in this system man and ended up going back to jail because of his punk ass stepmother and I get where she's coming from you know she has her own son and her own life and she she like everybody else believed that they did that but like I said I'm just different that was me she wouldn't be talking to myself like that she had zero respect for him and I was fucked up but I am glad that they showed that he had a glimmer of hope and a glimmer of happiness, even if it was short-lived. But it gave him something to, to work towards. It's sad that he went to the drug game, but what else? I mean, when you watch it, what else could he have did? Nobody would hire him once they knew who he was. Shit, fucking Antron had to change his fucking name in order to get a job. You know what I mean? Yusuf had to lie and said he he could do something that he he had no knowledge of. Luckily, he was smart enough. You know, he kind of reminds me of me that way. You know, I'm kind of self-taught when it comes to the computer shit too. So I thought that was cool. definitely sad yeah last but certainly not least part four aka the trials and tribulations of Corey the Wise man Corey didn't have a chance in the world from the beginning they used and abused that boy 
every which way at every level of the system. Simply because he was a good friend. Like, this was the hardest, this was the hardest episode of any TV show that I've ever watched. Even harder than uh, season three of Black Mirror, which was rough. they did to him in prison what the cops did what the guards did fucking white supremacists the black gangs from the time he was 16 up until the time he got out he's the strongest out of all of them in my opinion I guess you know, like Ava said in a tweet, you know, that's why they call him King. The King. Like, I can't even fathom and imagine it. Like, from day one. You know what I mean? And they didn't show it. But he... He went through some things that nobody should go through. And if you notice, he's the only one without children, without a relationship in his life. But he's still doing good work. He's still looking out for the little guy, doing what his sister Marcy told him. And shout out to Ava for showing that too, by the way. Because she didn't have to. And I'm glad that she did. You know what I mean? I'm glad that she put that part in there about his uh, transgender sister. You know what I mean? And how they, were, how they were treated and how they're treated. How black trans women are treated in this country. How black trans women are being murdered in this country. I'm glad that she put that. Because what happened to Marcy was sad too. And she was a big part of Corey's life. You can tell. Like all all the visions he was having in solitary. Everything he was dealing with. Getting beat up getting brutalized physically, mentally, sexually, even though they didn't show it, which I'm glad they didn't show it. I don't think I'd be able, I don't think I, I would have been able to handle that, to be honest. They took his whole childhood, his whole life. Just to be like, oops, here's some money. You should be happy now, right? You're rich now. Ain't that what these white supremacists say? You have money now, so why are you complaining? Why are you so upset with life? They're definitely not apologizing. They're definitely doubling down saying that they still did it. 
the fucking bitch Linda is still adamant that they're involved. You know what I mean? And the cra- the craziest part, like, this is how you should know that there, that there is a higher power. You know what I mean? This was complete di- divine intervention. The fact that the real rapist, the real person that did all this, that got all five of them boys caught up, was in jail twice with Corey. And the only reason why they got exonerated is because he found religion and he felt bad and he wanted to confess. He had all the information. He had he he knew about stuff that nobody else knew, and they still want to believe that these boys are, are, were part of that. He gave his DNA willingly. He did all this to make amends. He ain't no saint. He raped five women, beat them brutally. So he ain't no saint. But he did the right thing by coming forward and letting the world know that them boys didn't do this shit. And shout out to that cop that that kind of helped Corey through all that. I read a tweet that Ava said that 70% of everything about episode 4 that Corey, that happened to Corey, actually happened, you know what I mean? And I know why she said 70%, because obviously there was a bunch of stuff in there that they dramatized, like, you know, she put the what if he wouldn't have left, what if he would have stayed with his girlfriend, you know what I mean? What if, you know, she put a little extra stuff in there showing him hallucinating about going to Coney Island with his girl. You know, him hallucinating about seeing his sister, seeing his mom. But the rest of it, she said it was 100% of what happened. So whoever that cop is, he deserves a medal. Because he's showing that, that not all police even though they're part of a system that upholds white supremacy. Not all of them are bad. You know. So I am glad that they showed a little bit of that. But the rest of them piece of shit, cops and guards, can kiss my ass. all of them go to hell for their part. Because those, like I said, even if you don't have children, like, how can you send children to jail for 5 to 15 years like that? with no evidence of anything. I honestly
especially with somebody that docks everybody that was on that jury panel where they would dox themselves they deserve to be ridiculed like I don't see how they can live with themselves Linda can live with herself she's writing fucking books and shit and I'm glad they showed that uh that other prosecutor play that uh that other lawyer played by Famke Jensen going to that other piece of shit pig cop putting him through the ringer talking about how they had all these rapes that were going on at the same time and they didn't put two and two together that shit is still mind boggling to me worst cops worst detectives in history They should not be getting pension. They should not be on the force. Mm. This is a good, good story, man. Can't really call it a happy I mean, yeah, it's a happy ending. They're out. They're exonerated. Can't really call it a happy ending because they had to go through all that. they're having to relive all that in their minds forever like when shit like that happens to you as a child that's traumatic they ain't ever gonna be right but I am glad that they're living you know good lives having children fuck Yusef man he hit the ground running with his family 10 kids <laughs> that dude was having literally having a kid a year literally a kid a year <laughs> or every other year something like that but 10 kids Jesus good on you yes. all y'all I just want to say that y'all deserve better and I hope y'all get all the accolades and everything good in this world to happen to y'all because y'all deserve better Ava you, you did it again you know you're making some of the most powerful films in in modern history Selma the 13th and now this doing the thing I can't wait to see what else you're gonna do shining the light on our history I hope you're the one that's gonna do the Emmett Till movie I really do I know that's being done but I don't remember who's actually doing it cause I think you would be perfect for that because you're giving voices to the voiceless and this needed to be heard as hard as it is as hard as it was to watch I needed and 
you know, black people, we've always known stuff like this happens. So yeah, this show is kind of for us, but it's it's mainly, I want my white listeners to definitely check this out. I want y'all to see. Y'all need to see what actually goes on. Because this is completely 100% truth. Everything. And y'all need to see what happens when y'all falsely accuse us, when y'all call the cops on us, and all this other stuff. Because we're not seen as just boys will be boys. We can't play the way y'all play. We can't have guns the way y'all have guns. We can't do the same things that y'all do. And y'all need to understand that. And until we can, there is no equality. And oh, I want to give a big shout out to Ava and her music selection skills, man, because the soundtrack, that's one thing I forgot to mention. The soundtrack was crazy. I loved it. I loved it. From start, you know, to the end with Nipsey, with the Nipsey Hussle song. Like, she did her thing, you know, old school Frankie Beverly, Jay-Z, like, it was a mixture of everything. KRS-One. SWV like there's just all kind of good music in the show she did her thing with the music selection oh and I also saw that you know fucking uh, Oprah was an executive producer and Robert De Niro was an executive producer so I thought that that was kind of cool That was it. That's, I just want to give an extra shout out to that. That was some good ass music. I also want to give a special shout out to the black women, the mothers, the brown women, the mothers that held these boys down. That were the strongest women that you could possibly be in a situation like this and never gave up that held their sons down held them up and lost everything lost their I just want to say thank you for always being you you are God's gift to the world. I know if that was my mama, she she would have been there right there with me, just like these mothers were. The actresses that played these mothers were fantastic. Uh, I'm positive the real mothers. I'm hoping that they, you know, are, are thriving right now and being taken care of because they they deserve you know, so much better than what what happened to them as well. So shout out to 
Shout out to my black sisters out there and uh, thank you for always being there for us and for always seeing us as beautiful and seeing us as important and seeing us as wanted and seeing us as humans, raising us to be the men who we're supposed to be. That's all.